Yo, this is BJ Gador with the BJ Gador Podcast, and on today's episode, I'm talking about the September 2023 programming for the DailyBJ.com site and app. You can get a free seven-day trial anytime. Check out the app. It's a really amazing program. I've actually been going through all of the archives. Uh, I mean, like hundreds, hundreds of workouts. And the difficulty in this is I didn't, when I was making all these workouts, you know, back in the day, I didn't really think about cataloging them, organizing them as well as I have recently. So I'm going back to some of the greatest stuff and uh, trying to organize it, archive it, get it on the app uh, for subscribers, including some of the really good stuff in recent memory, like Origin, Shred, Gains, I just uploaded the 2022 Gorilla Corn Gains program, and uh, I'm going to go back also to like the TDBJ Classics 2017 through 2019. A lot of great stuff will be added. And again, the production value isn't as good on some of the older content, but it just so happens that some of that older content uh, performed the best or resonated the most with people. You know, some one-take videos off of the iPhone, uh, things have evolved a lot since then, but we'll be getting more stuff on there as well. But uh, at the time recording this, this is September 1st. Happy birthday to my little brother, Ben Gador, who is 12 years younger. He turns 29 today. And, you know, as if I need another reminder that I'm getting older, uh, my little brother is now 29. He came into this world when I was 12 years old. And uh, so it's just some, some fun time to reflect. And uh, I'm thinking about, too, what it was like to be 29. When I was 29, I believe we had just launched... StreamFit and StreamFit was at the time the first streaming workout platform in the fucking game. We were the first one, and I got some money through a series of five angel investors. And I thought this was going to be like the game changing thing for us. My retirement plan. It didn't really work out uh, like that, but we had a, a nice four year run. It paved the way to the job I got at Men's Health, and uh, ultimately, many of you found me through that or uh, my work at Men's Health. So, you know, is it a failure? I guess that's always one's perspective. You know, you're always just trying to kick the can uh, further down the road or keep pushing the needle forward. So, uh, you know, we we did. And then, you know, I, I part of what I tried to do in promoting that, I got this Men's Health opportunity. My first DVD was Men's Health Delta Fit Speed Shred. And I, I did that, obviously, to get the exposure and, uh, you know, a way to promote the stream fit program but you know that's that's when I was 29 like I was uh on the verge of really kind of pushing our business and and my mind to the next level and we did we really got uh you know the workouts and just my name and brand recognition out there in a totally new way and you know just thinking what it's like to be 29 years old too you know this is in my 20s uh I had such hunger and passion and um, delusions of grandeur, you know, um, some of those delusions came true, many did not, but it's just funny to reflect on that, and, and it reminds me now, I'm about to be 41 this month, and I, I think what happens a lot when you go through uh, this, you know, how do I put it, the last 12 years, in, in some ways, it, life has kind of beaten me up, and it, it's, it's, uh, now, I've allowed it to in some ways. I mean, it happens, but I've allowed it to beat out some of the passion and joy 
in the work that I do. And, um, you know, it, it, I think that's just part of the process. You have to figure out how to reconnect with it and remember what it was like when no one knew who you were and you had this hunger and this desire to just have a huge impact. Um, so just interesting, you know, and again, I, I passed some some words on to my little brother this morning and, um, you know, it's a special time, 29, you know, on the verge of entering that 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 thirties decade, you know, and, and so many amazing things happen in your thirties, you know, like I think as, as long as you were effective in your twenties and my brother has been, my brother has really put in the work. He's built a nice career for himself. And, um, you know, when you, when you're in your thirty, you start to really, you know, uh, take your career to the next level. The interesting thing that happens as I've entered the, the fourth decade is, you finally know who you are. You know what you enjoy doing. You know what you don't enjoy doing. You, you, you're, you're smarter about your work because you have to be. You don't have the same energy. And you have to be very careful with uh, where you put your time and your efforts. And, uh, you know, that, that it's supposed to be a, a time of great wealth building and also a time to really start enjoying the fruits of your labor as long as you've been active. So I just share that with you because, I, you know, we have a wide variety of people listening. Obviously, most people are, you know, uh, they would listen to stuff they identify with or the person is similar to them. So I'm an elder millennial. We have a lot of people in that general age range. We also have people above and below, you know, 30s uh, and 50s, some higher, some lower. But I just share that with you because, you know, um, you got to fight for the hunger of your youth, but you also have to uh, look at the aging process as just uh, a, a fine-tuning, a journey, uh, the wisdom you gain. I didn't have a lot of wisdom in my 20s. You know, a lot of it was just, uh, you know, throwing everything at the fucking wall, the shotgun approach, and hoping something would stick. And um, whatever did stick, uh, I'm lucky. And, and, you know, it's a combination of luck, instinct, hunches, all that stuff uh, along the way. But, uh Anyway, I digress. Uh, before I get into today's episode, I wanted to go through a couple. You know, we took about a month off. Uh, it's my my wife and I, our first official sabbatical. Uh, we worked our whole life to eventually be able to take just some extended time off and get away from, you know, um, not just, you know, social media, but, you know, business. And, uh, you know, I, I describe it as, and I'm going to do a podcast on it as well, because I think I think it's really important. I, I gained a lot. Uh in the last month, I really did, uh, perspective and, uh, a lot of ideas came to fruition along that journey as well. So I'll I'll be sharing that as well. Uh, and, uh, some future podcasts as happens with this podcast, you know, you'll notice I'll take some breaks and I'll come through with like, uh, I guess a sprint or just a slew of new episodes. But, uh, part of what allows me to do that, because that's kind of my tempo anyway, I like to I like to sprint and I like to take some some good hard rest and repeat. Uh, there's some things you got to do every day, day in, day out, of course. But, um, you know, uh, some insights are coming your way as well. But uh, I'm going to get into a couple quick uh, recent reviews uh, on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, so here's what I got here when I can see some new ones. Hardy One, great topics. Uh, five star, much appreciated. I really like the range of BJ's topics. They cover a lot of health and fitness-related topics, but life, entertainment, and other interesting areas. One day, BJ covers the best exercises to do for a particular body area. The next, he may be 
turns and talks about mobility. Then he'll get involved in movies with a 180-degree turn. The sleep episode was great, as was the breathing pod. BJ keeps it interesting. I appreciate that. Well, I like the title on this one. Ironically, a daily BJ saved my knees. I've worked with trainers. I've done CrossFit. I've gotten certified through NASM. I've worked under a professional baseball trainer. None of the listed above have ever made my body feel the way BJ's programming has. You're already behind if you're not a member of the Daily BJ family. I just turned 38 and haven't felt this good since I was 20. The Daily BJ programs will get you exactly where you want to be, whether that's losing excess weight, getting stronger, or simply being pain-free throughout your day and life. Don't sleep on it anymore. Then listen to BJ's magical words and insight in his podcast to help you better connect the body to the mind. The man knows his stuff. He will come out the other side improved. Lynn Stopia. Thank you so much for your very kind words. And, and you know, um, I, I appreciate the time you took to do that review. That was a very thoughtful review. And uh, hope hope uh, to keep pumping out some good stuff for you moving forward here. Free information. <laughs> a lot of it is. Uh, B, uh, five star. BJ is highly recommended. I've been following him for years and he has helped me get so much stronger and more mobile. No small thing as I'm 61 years young. I finally listened to the Breathing Tips podcast and have been incorporating some of his suggestions. Just wonderful. I thought I knew enough about proper breathing, but there's always more to learn. BJ, if you have read this, I've suggested a future podcast use of the TENS EMS unit as a tool for recovery and mobility. I have a TheraBody Power Dot Duo, and I love it, but I don't really know how to use it to its full potential. I'd love to hear your take on this topic. Thank you for taking the time to podcast. I realize the time involved. JZS1234. So um, I do... Maybe I mentioned this on a, on a previous episode, but I'll, I'll talk about it briefly. I really like the power dot. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm, I might get myself for my upcoming birthday another one so I can do both of my quads simultaneously and save some time. Uh, but I really like it for um, you know some resistance work on the quads. And for those listening, this is what uh, used to be just only available in physical therapy settings. You have like a knee surgery, and a lot of times what happens is the swelling in the kneecap uh, around the patella shuts down the quad muscles, in particular the VMO lower quad teardrop muscle, and uh, the the muscles atrophy as you have to wait to get range of motion back and the swelling to to you know minimize. And you could actually just you know put this on these electrodes, and it just basically stimulates muscle contraction without you having to do any work um, to help rebuild the muscles in therapy. But it doesn't need to be just for that. In fact. Um, I, I've been really, I've been working on my knee rehabilitation for two decades and I'm going to have, I have a great, uh, I'm, I have a, like a top 10 knee podcast coming up. I'm going to make a new program called new knees at some point. Um, so I'm really pushing into overdrive and I'm using all everything at my disposal, all my knowledge, you know, the, the, obviously all the slant board work, um, you know, and, um, Cold therapy, hot therapy, contrast therapy, uh, compression with Normatex, um, and then this to get some additional quad uh, work. I'll, I'll do the massage setting. I'll do the actual resistance work. And, and the resistance stuff is tough. Like I have to be focused because it really burns. It, it'll blow your mind like how much of a workout. I, I've got a next day soreness from this. Uh, not that soreness is required for results, but um, – you sitting down with your legs at 90 degrees and putting on this unit for about 20 minutes and then going through high intense muscular contractions the way these workouts are programmed 
Uh, I mean, it, it, you get a great workout. Maybe it's a day where I just, I, I, I don't want to do a tough workout. I want to get something additional in and I can do it while I'm watching TV or a game. So, um, cause I, I really, I'm on, I'm on what I feel is like the final step. Uh, I don't know, fixing my knees is right, but, but the left one in particular, um, is getting so close to allowing me to just unlock some other things I really like to do. Like, you know, I'd like to go out and run without thinking about it and not get swelling the next day um, or push the plyometric explosive work up to the next level, deeper squatting with loads, stuff like that. You know, still body weight focused, all the stuff you could do at home. But anyway, um, I, I will talk more about this in, in a future episode. Again, I've only used it for my quads, but obviously you can use it all over the body. I'll have to dig deeper into it as well. But um, I really enjoy it. And I thanks, thanks for taking the time to talk about it. Uh, and, uh, and to make the review weed episode. So helpful. Another five star. So cool to hear, uh, someone's actual experience using weed for fitness recovery life. Wish there were more folks out there willing and able to share in this way. Thanks BJ. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you appreciate it. You know, like that's one of those things that, um, you know, even like five years ago would have been like a hot take or controversial. And, and some people still feel the type of way about you talking about it and stuff like that. But again, uh, I tried to be as responsible as possible in the episode, and, um, you know, stressing, obviously, the importance of, of I, I believe, waiting till uh, you've got a fully developed brain, you know, post 25, 26, uh, before you enter the fray of anything um, like this, you know, because uh, it's just not required. And again, I, I think there's, there's uh, too many possible negative effects when you're not mature enough to handle something like it. Uh, but it has become, uh, over the last five plus years, a really critical part of my lifestyle. Um, but obviously in the right doses and the right frequency and, uh, be sure to check out that's a recent episode at the time, at the time we're recording this. So be sure to check it out next. A uh, couple more here. Uh, make time to listen and follow BJ. BJ is one of the most honest, real and funniest voices in the fitness world. I followed and looked up to him via social media for years. The amount of free content he offers regularly in his current, his overall vision for fitness should have many of us questioning their current fitness expenses I just recently came across his pod, subscribed to it like I did. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, one thing I'll say to that as well, um, you know, don't look up to me because I am no different than you. I'm just another person. I poop, pee, eat, sleep, and move just like you do. So, um, you know, I, I, I think one thing, one of the things I hate about social media, the internet, or uh, whatever they want to call it, celebrity fan, that type of thing. It's just, we forget that we're all sharing a common human experience. I know what you meant and I appreciate it, but I also want you to understand too, I'm another, I'm just a flawed human being trying to figure things out day to day. So, uh, but I hope that, you know, if I hope my discipline, uh, has inspired you and continues to inspire you. And, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, and, uh, I don't mean to be negative there. Just, I, I, it, 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 I, it, I struggle with, and it worries me. Um, the, the whole, like putting people on pedestal thing. And I, I don't deserve to be put on a pedestal. I'm just doing work and trying to make a living just like everybody else. But I do appreciate the fact that what I've shared has helped you. And I hope it continues to do so. Final one, amazing content, five-star amazing content, my favorite podcast. Uh, very much appreciated. So, uh, let me get to the, uh, I'll, I'm going to take coming up here a quick break, then I'll get into the episode here. Um, but I do appreciate you guys taking the time to do these reviews. 
they do help. It's really the only way that this podcast will grow if people do, uh, you know, uh, review five stars. Oh, he's the best. And, um, you know, just a quick review. It doesn't have to be long. It just could be a couple sentences, and that just helps it get out there more. I hate the fact that um, it requires you guys to do, like, a, a second or a minute of work on your end. I know you're busy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am a bit of a control freak. I like to just... I wish it was all up to me. It's not, unfortunately, because um, there's algorithms <laughs> that I don't make. But it's much appreciated. I'm going to take a quick break, come back. I'm going to talk about all this killer programming coming your way and maybe even some insights into what 2024 will look like at thedailybj.com. If you're not a member, um, that's your fault. <laughs> but uh, you'll still learn a lot. So I'll be back quickly. Peace. All right, we're back. So our September content. Now, before I get into talking about the method behind the madness for uh, this month, I'm going to talk about nine unique workouts, three specific gorilla corn gains workouts, upper, lower, and core as part of our advanced at-home muscle gain programming, and then also six full-body fat loss and metabolic conditioning style boot camp workouts, if you will, uh, in the express program. And gorilla corn gains uses both. I'm thinking about what 2024 might look like. And so basically since 2020, you know, when I started this app in 2017, we, uh, I started like sharing, it, it was just, it was initially a shotgun approach. I just love men's health and I was just trying to throw as much content as possible to grow the membership. And we had, uh, you know, several thousand members, uh, was doing, uh, I was sharing like daily stuff I was doing. Then also like uh, a lot of short-term programs. Um, so many, in fact, I can't. People t- mention sometimes some old stuff. Like I, I, I've forgotten how many programs I've made and stuff I've designed. I got to go back and, and find it on different drives um, and organize it and stuff like that. But uh, a shift kind of took place in 2020, where it's like, you know, I'm, I, I'm sick of like making 28 day programs or like having to come up with like fancy names like Cook and Chisel or whatever. You know, these uh, just, you know, marketing stuff. I've, I have gotten lazy with the creative marketing side of things because I, 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 I am older. I don't have as much energy. Um, I don't have as many creative juices uh, totally at my disposal at all times. So I save my creativity for the actual programming. And uh, as a result, the, 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 the fun and the marketing has, has slipped a bit. But most important thing to me is the product. Uh, but that is the least important thing when it comes to the business side of things. It's all about marketing. So what I'm going to do most likely, because, you know, 2020, we did a full year of follow along workouts. They were live. That was the, um, a lot of people liked that, but, um, that was awful to, to, that was awful to fulfill personally. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm going to get, I'll get them back up on the website. They're there. Like, that's part of the thing is uh, I've made the big mistake. I've not done a good job of leveraging all of my work to this date. Um, I've been so focused on making new stuff. Um, and um, you don't need to make so much new stuff, especially when you've made all this other stuff. But, you know, that was a full year progressive program focused on like a workout of the week. And then in 2021, I did those like incredibly time intensive uh, transformation programs in 90 day blocks origins, the breathing mobility plan. Then it went into shred the fat loss plan. Then it went into gains, the muscle gain plan. And, um, you know, put a lot of time, energy and resources into those. 
And then obviously in 2022, there were one-year programs, Gorilla Corn, Gains, Muscle Gain Focused, which is separate from Express, which was uh, fat loss focused for busy parents and professionals, all 20 minutes uh, in length. And then this year, I think, uh, was probably the best version of all these kind of one-year programming approaches because everything uh, had both instructional and follow-along. Everything was 20 minutes. Uh, so it, it was very uh, time-efficient, which is the most important thing for you guys. Uh, you guys have not as much time available to you and also not as much energy if you are getting older. So, um, you know, the fact that you just do 20-minute workouts with just the express track only and or uh, level up for more muscle gain, but keep it still 40 minutes with two 20-minute sessions I feel like this worked out really well. Now, the issue with this from a business standpoint is it's very difficult to, to, I don't want to say it's hurt the business, but it hasn't helped grow it because people, uh, if they miss out the start of the year, they just, I, I, they tend to want to, they tend to not be uh, able, it's hard to market to them the rest of the year until the next new year. So I'm going to depart from annual content, um, in 2024. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about what it's going to look like. I might just be doing um, a bunch of 28-day programs. But again, the reality is you have in this plan, like in the website for, um, you know, 25 bucks a month, you access four, there would be, I don't know, three to four different one-year programs, not to mention all the archive content. Um, and I'm just going to focus on some other stuff. Uh, I don't know what exactly it's going to look like yet, but I, I am not, I'm not doing another one-year program because I, I look at this year, at the end of this year, um, I've scheduled out the rest of the, the content for the year in terms of fulfilling it, but it ends up being like 90 total workouts and every workout has an instructional component, every workout has a follow-along component. That is so much fucking content. And... Um, it's going to be on the website. It's going to be there. So again, like it's done. You could run this program indefinitely for a full year. Uh, but I, ha- I have to think of a smarter, better way to do this moving forward. And, and more people are, are interested in just jumping into, you know, something that's like 28 days at a time or at the longest, maybe three months. But I'll figure out what it looks like. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I, I am shifting formats. But this content will live on the website. So just the, the app. So just a heads up there. So anyway... We've got uh, nine new workouts. We've been building and building and building. If you want to join anytime, you can. You want to start at month one, though, because this is a progressive program. Uh, you can't skip steps with this. You really can't because things will get just, they'll get beyond your means. And that's when you, know, you open up the risk of injury, just like you feel like you're failing. But you're only failing because you're, you're way too far ahead in the program. You got to start at step one there. So we've got the upper body workout, GG22. The goals here, bulletproof the elbows and shoulders, grow the arms, chest and back, and prep for advanced push-up and pull-up work. So we're building and building and building on this, and the workout starts with two different three-minute blocks of just kind of a regressed version of a movement, but for extended periods of time. So the high bar plank flow using either the equalizers or really high elevated box, just mixing between positions of plank at a really high position so you, you know, it's, it's, it's easy enough where you can just really focus on your form and technique, your positioning, your breathing, but it's also just a great warm-up. You know, um, yeah, I can do single-arm push-ups, but I'm never beyond uh, using high bar or high incline hand-elevated uh, planking and push-ups. In fact, 
um, it really makes me get the body awareness I need to go to the floor and then express my strength. And it's stuff I can do on off days, it's stuff I can do to warm up. So, um, and the companion with that is the hanging bridge flow. And, you know, some of you may need to regress that by using like a, a, a TRX or a suspension trainer and going on an especially high incline. But all we're trying to do there is just activate the anterior and posterior chains and uh, get the shoulders going and, uh, you know, set the tone for a great workout, you know. So the first six minutes is just you flowing, freestyling, using all the variations you've learned up until this point uh, with a regressed, easier version of movements to come. Then we get into some really good arm work, um, you know, some body weight triceps and biceps work that we'll be building upon in the months to come. But, you know, really starting and uh, just isolating the elbow work, very slowly centric emphasis. And um, man, the, the pump on this is great. You'll, you'll love uh, that little stack there. Then we go into some some really nice kind of bodybuilding setups, um, a dead stop dip and push up stack. And uh, the dead stop dips uh, obviously are going to be best done with like the, the Liberty equalizers that we recommend because you can actually like get your knees on the floor, pick up your arms, uh, just like we do with the push up. You come to the floor, pick up the hands and push back up. And it really helps improve your strength at the bottom of the exercise, right? Because you can't, like when you do an up and down rep, you're using what's called the stretch reflex and the muscles and connective tissues, the the rubber band elasticity effect that kind of slingshots you back up. But when you go down and then you release yourself from it, you dissipate all that kinetic energy. So you actually have to create the strength completely on your own. Um, so it really intensifies the exercise. I, I, I consider each of these dead stop reps two to three times harder than a normal repetition. But basically, I have you do a mechanical drop set. You start with dead stops, dead stop dips. For a minute, then you go into dead stop push-ups for a minute for an incredible uh, chest-building uh, push flow. And then uh, one of my favorite kind of uh, back workouts with body weight is a mechanical drop where you go, you're doing inverted rows, but you go legs straight, feet elevated, hardest, to legs straight, feet on floor, to legs bent, feet on floor, 40 seconds each. And uh, I would equate that to like... the in terms of the push-up equivalent of that is like going from feet elevated to floor to hands elevated push-ups. But again, you know, the beauty of these workouts, you, you like, let's say you wanted to do just an arm workout where you can just take the body weight tricep extensions and bicep curls. So you want to just get a chest and back. You can do the, the two moves we just worked on. So there, what I'm trying to say is there's workouts within workouts here, but I, I, I wanted to really get into you know, first is warming up the abs and shoulders. Then I wanted to really attack the arms, uh, which which also makes it so, you know, once you pre-fatigue the arms a bit, they can't assist you as much on the chest and back work. So your chest and back works harder. Now you might feel like, oh, my performance isn't what I hoped it would be. But again, th this is a, a muscle gain focused workout. So the goal, the goal isn't to, uh, how many reps you can do. It's how much, you know, how much blood we can put in the area, how much my muscle connection, we can establish how much pump and burn we can do through via metabolic stress, which, which builds muscle, but with lighter loads. So it's easier on the joints. And then it finishes with, um, some really good kind of like self-assisted single arm training with the dip and the pull-up. Now the, the dip, the, une the uneven dip, I've never seen done before. Uh, I'm not saying it hasn't been done, but that to me was like a uncle baby biscuits, original where I take one of the bars 
and I elevate it on a low boxer step, which shifts me more to the, the, the bar that's on the floor. So now about like 70-80% of the load, at least 60% is coming through one arm as I'm tipping over to that side a bit. And I'm using self-assistance on the high side. Now, if you don't, if you have like a dip set up on like a like a, a uh, immovable dip bar that's in more of a suspended environment where you can't create that effect, what you can do is you can kind of stagger. You know, like think about we uh, you can stagger a push-up, right? So typically a push-up is done and your hands are level. But if I would bring one hand up or down, that would make it, that would put that side at a mechanical disadvantage that would make the hand that didn't move uh, shift, uh, share more of the load, right? So you, that's a modification as well, um, you know, in terms of how you can do it. I, I, technically, what you could also do too is, as I, I've shown in the push-ups in the past, is you can keep, you know, you're using your dip bars. One hand holds like normal, and the other hand, maybe it's like fingertips only, so that uh, you're, it elevates you a bit, uh, and then it also, again, you can't use that arm as much. But all we're trying to do there is we're just trying to do some self-assisted dip training, which, again, I've never seen done before. Uh, there aren't really a lot of uh, dip variations I've seen, but um, and I recently shared on social before I took my vacation, um, like ten difficult dip variations. If you want to check that out, but anyway, um, and then we do some uneven towel grip pull-ups. So we had done that with, with the rows the previous month, but now we're doing it in the more challenging vertical pull environment. Uh, and again, you know, trying to bridge the gap to getting to more into uh, you know. The holy grail of pull-ups is doing a one-arm pull-up, but obviously you got to be able to do a one-arm hang first. And the one-arm pull-up is so much more challenging to achieve than the one-arm push-up because all of your body weight is involved in the pull-up. But we can still regress that, modify it with self-assistance, that type of stuff, all shown in the video. So uh, again, it's just it's a really nice flow where we have a really long, extended warm-up with easier movements. Um, you really get the shoulders and core going. Some dedicated arm work. Uh, a chest and back stack, and then some some strength work to finish off uh, what is just an amazing 20-minute upper body workout, GG 2022. Then we go into another epic leg day. You can't spell legend without leg. And uh, the goal of GG 23 lower, uh, master the lunge and build the VMOs, bulletproof the knees and improve gait, and fix imbalances between sides. So we are, in the previous month, lower body, we did a you know, after doing a couple months of step-up focused workouts, we, we kind of progress into lunging. And this is the progression on last month's uh, lunge-focused workout. First 10 minutes is a really nice kind of kneeling mobility flow. You know, one thing that, um, you know, I think it is if you've got knee issues, there, there's so many, and I'll talk about this when I do the, knee, the knees podcast at some point. I'm going to make a new knees program as well. But you know, if you don't spend time on your knees, you know, you lose, they, they get stiff and they get really weak. And it means so that anytime you do get on the floor or you bump your knees, like they can swell up, they can bruise. There's just a resilience that happens when you spend time on your knees. Um, and, and I'm not saying that you want to go on cement or really hard surfaces, especially if you haven't done so in a while. But, you know, get a nice padded surface, use some pillows or cushions if you need. And I'm taking you through a variety of movements to really open up the hips your, improve your hip hinging, your squatting mechanics, um, your lunging mechanics. Uh, it's it just, it's a really good flow. Five different 
kind of ground-based kneeling mobility movements, two minutes each, no rest between. And this whole workout, by the way, um, it's 10 different two-minute steps continuous, two-minute sets continuous. And the first 10 minutes, just ground-based, again, greasing the groove, something you can take and apply to your off days or take any one of those movements and add it to your daily EHO every hour on the hour kind of mobility if, you, if you're rocking with us on that. Then the second 10-minute block is all lunging. Uh, and basically, uh, you know, taking the basic lunge variations you, you learned last month and then just kind of combining, adding complexity uh, with some seesaw, both linear and lateral. And um, like, you know, you, you worked to the reverse lunge, the forward lunge. Now the, the seesaw is reverse plus forward. You worked the lateral and then the cross under. And now the lateral seesaw lunge combines both. And, uh, and then I'm going to ask you to do the four-way seesaw which is uh both linear and lateral and then you finish with a nice plyometric kind of leg and lung complex where you do uh you know you do an easy lunge a, a harder lunge and then a hardest or most challenging lunge and you just kind of sequence through it in that fashion to allow you to work for time so an alternating lunge then to a drop lunge on each leg and then to a lunge jump uh so there's a nice little metabolic finisher there so again you know in terms of programming, you know, the, the best workouts, they start, they start slow, steady, focused, and they just progressively ramp up and they tend to have a nice high intensity finisher. Not always, but that, that's how I built this workout so that by the time you get to anything that can kind of, uh, you know, be, be tough on creakier knees, we have so much blood and synovial fluid into the joints. Everything is warm. All the movement mechanics have been greased and grooved. And you're ready to go for a great workout. But this is just an amazing 20-minute workout. And again, like when you get to you know uh, advanced or mastery level, uh, and you know I'm a big fan by the way. Like these 20-minute sessions, I, I kind of apply that focus to a lot of the stuff I do uh, training-wise. Like I'll set a countdown clock for 20 minutes often, and I'll just I'll have an idea of what I want to work. And sometimes it might just be the same like. If I wanted a good 20-minute lunge workout, I could just go lunge straight for 20 minutes. Walking lunges outside, I don't have to change the variation. I, I don't have to do as, as focused of a warm-up in some cases, but um, that's what you're paying for. You know, like you're paying for a mix of progression, variety, and structure that, that unlocks the best possible results in 20 minutes. Um, and again, also, it's very difficult for a lot of people to just come up with stuff on the fly. They don't do this for a living. They haven't done it for, you know, two plus decades, etc. But part of what the journey and progressive programs like this is you keep adding new movements to the database that is your brain. And uh, you can free flow and, and stuff like this and, and pick and choose any of these and bring them out and explore them further. But such a great leg day and uh, something I would not use any weight for. Uh, and if you did use weight, I would either consider maybe just holding one dumbbell in one hand or just putting on a weight vest um, so that their grip isn't as uh, focused. But using the slant boards in particular allows you to unlock this stuff the most. Yeah, I have to be honest, like the slant boards have been unlocking the final frontier for uh, the weaknesses and, and the, uh, the wear and tear it had in my knees, particularly the left one, where there's just a patellar tracking issue and getting comfortable with that knee being more... Uh, you know, over the toe or just uh, more aggressive uh, upright trunk um, knee bending, you know. Um, so uh, 
I, I think you'll really enjoy that one. It's, it's, a, it's a great routine. And then the final Gorilla Corn Gains workout is GG24 Core, Advanced Core Training, Bulletproof the Back, Build Stamina and Endurance. And we, uh, after doing a couple months of like three-minute blocks, extended rest pause training, uh, the workout starts with a nice two-minute block, and then we're, we're intensifying uh, with shorter one-minute work periods, um, and then we finish with a couple two-minute blocks as well. But um, lo- you know, I'm a big fan of the glute ham walkout, and, and if you're not sure what that is, you get into a, a glute bridge on the floor with the legs bent at 90, then you walk your feet out so your legs are fully extended straight, and you bring it back. But you can also do it uh, to make it even more effective, get more of your body involved, get the whole backside going uh, by doing it from a hang uh, with your row bars, the inverted row position. And, and in this case, too, we're adding the marches from both the bent and straight-legged position for the glutes and hip flexors. Uh, you know, that's a sequence I've been, I've been just using a lot because it really ex- exposes um, differences in hip flexor tightness between sides. And the side that tends to be tighter will also tend to have um, a glute that doesn't activate as much as you'd like on movements, which again will really affect your gait, your lunging, your squatting. So, um, good, good, nice little warm up there. And then, uh, we do some more, uh, kind of V sit work. Uh, this is a nice little variation. I was like, how, how do I get these people in a position where they're like in a, in a, the V sit or L sit, uh, but, not having to actually hold their legs up there and they could just focus on the upper body. And what I did was basically you put your legs up on uh, a bench or box, even a heavy or big med ball or stability ball. And um, you were just working the scapular depression up and down, uh, the shrug action. But your legs are in the position they'll end up being, or similarly they'll end up being if you're actually elevating them or holding them. So uh, I'm, I'm going to get you into the L-sit position, which is such a great test of your hip flexor in core strength, but also just your overall upper body shoulder strength. It, it's a real uh, staple of gymnastics training, uh, but I think you'll enjoy that one. And then I've got this really cool, uh, man, your hip flexors are just going to get lit in this core workout. So what I'm doing is uh, in the next slide, basically movements three through 10, you're supersetting pull-ups and dips. So you'll do a pull-up, you'll do a dip. And then each round in those sets, uh, you're going to do a new, new version. So, and all of it's focused on, you know, essentially, uh, you know, knee slash leg raise variations. So, um, there's some isometric work in there. There's, uh, I mean, there's some uh, weighted work with the med ball between your legs. Uh, you you are just going to get like that individual section there. Any one of those like supersets will like change someone's life, but you're just Every round, a new version. So you go from a, a shrug to a pull-up or dip to a leg raise. Then you do some reverse squatting. Um, and I call it a reverse squat because I want you to actually think about what like what that is, really. When, when you're, you know, you could consider it a leg raise from a dip or a, or a hang position. But what a reverse squat is, it means that we're using our hip flexors and our shin muscles to raise our legs to uh, ideally above hip level. And by strengthening that, it means that we'll be able to, when we're squatting, actually use those muscles, connect to those muscles to pull us down into a squat. I talk about it at great length in the instructional video, but then we do some iso leg drops. And the speed runner 
is, is really fun. We're actually, it looks like you're running with 90 degree leg angles while being in a pull up and dip. And then you break up uh, some of that running with an actual rep of a pull up and a dip. And then we finish with uh, the last two moves are just total face melters. Uh, another wall walk up progression, this time with shoulder taps. So um, you can tap your shoulders in the plank position as you walk your feet up the wall. You then kind of widen out the feet and then tap one shoulder at a time. So it's basically a self-assisted single arm handstand against the wall. You're ready for it if you've been doing the program. Um, and there's modifications shown in the video too. And then the hanging hip thrust, which is basically a combination of hip and spinal extension. So, uh, you know, this one's, this is a really fun workout. And, you know, the way I look at all of this, uh, don't, don't, I see sometimes in the reports I see in, in the workouts, you know, people get frustrated, but it's like, this is not what you do for a living. You should never be frustrated with this stuff. If you're letting it frustrate you, um, you're going to have some frustrated, like some, your performance may not be the best some days or like you're being exposed maybe one month or things are getting really, really challenging. But, you know, this is still, this isn't what you do. Don't allow it to frustrate you. You know, I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, it's, this, is, this is designed to uh, enhance your life, give you a physical outlet, typically when stuck into a sedentary lifestyle, like many of us are. Uh, so just have fun with it. If you can't do it, modify, uh, and then just chalk it up to some movements are harder than others. But uh, don't allow it to, you know, you know, get so frustrated that like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how else to put it like, but, but people are going to do what they do. So, but all I can say is things are getting to the point with those workouts that, um, you are, you, you know, I, I've described it in past programs where the water level has just risen to a point now where like, yeah, everything's hard. And then, you know, everything individually, when everything individually is challenging, the collective nature of that just becomes quite daunting in some cases, but don't, don't make it like that big of a fucking deal. It's not, this is just work. This is just exercise. It's just movement. You know, it's all it is. You can do some stuff great. You can do some stuff not as well. And, uh, over time things will definitely improve. So those are the Gorilla Corn Gains workouts. Uh, let's get into the express. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, final block here, the six express workouts for September. I haven't podcasted in a while, so uh, I'm a little bit deconditioned with uh, talking for so fucking long in a row. But X43, you know, every month with express, there are three bodyweight focused workouts, which, by the way, you can do the whole month, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for four straight weeks. And then the three additional workouts are either a single dumbbell, a double dumbbell, and then... Um, you know, uh, band med ball type setup. So X43, bodyweight only, advanced core and cardio training, mobilize the hips, improve the gait, and bulletproof the spine and the shoulder. So what I wanted to do this month, uh, you know, people remember in 2022, Express and even Gorilla Corn Gains, I, we did like <laughs> everything was a wheel, which is a hub and interval setup, meaning a hub is a main move you start with and keep coming back to. And then the spokes are the accessory movements you bounce between. So you go hub, spoke one, hub, spoke two, hub, spoke three, 
So it's just a really unique format that I was first exposed to uh, with Dynamax, the Dynamax medicine balls that we use and recommend. Uh, you know, that was a big uh, part. These wheels would be a big part of how they would train with the ball. But um, I just decided to explore that whole template for all of 2022. I'm sure by the end of 2022, you guys were sick of wheels, but it had been a long time since we've done one. So the six express workouts all use the wheel format. So what I've done in this workout, uh, we start with a really nice uh, warm-up flow for the skater jump. And then there are five uh, unique skater jump variations that will serve as the hub. Now listen, they use the slant boards, which if you haven't gotten by now, I just it's crazy to me because it's such an effective tool. Like, And it's so affordable. Like these are $40.00. 40, 50 bucks based on, uh, you know, which ones you're getting here. Um, and it's something that I, uh, out of all the things I use, my, probably my dip pull-up bar and the slam boards I use the most often. I'm always on those fucking things. They're, they are so effective at unlocking the training angles that uh, really just get your joints a range of motion you can't mimic otherwise, positioning-wise, but... Um, you can also just do the same skater jump variation every time you go back to the hub. But I wanted to get you guys variety for those that have it. So we do, basically, you're going between the hub, the skater jump, and then they're going to an accessory movement. Uh, start with some core exercise, and it finishes with the leg exercise, uh, leg movements or hip movements at the end. But um, the six skater jumps, well, it's, it's five really, but um, one of the skater jumps requires you to, to change directions. But uh, there's the toes elevated, which really stretches the calves and ankles and will fortify the Achilles. And you can, anytime you're, you're stretching your Achilles under load, you want to start light and slow, which is why we did that nice, good assisted warm-up. Um, but that one's just really unique as well. You know, one of the things that whether you're, uh, if you walk, run, jump, you know, stiff ankles are one of the biggest causes of knee pain, but they're also... They just really limit your ability to do, to be athletic. You know, those are supposed to be like springs, you know, and uh, wearing heavily structured shoes and just not taking that ankle through a variety of ranges of motion and all planes of motion uh, just will, will leave you with, with stiff ankles. And then you kind of will walk and run like Frankenstein. And you definitely will have knee pain. But anyway, that's one option. Heel elevated, heel elevated skater jump really targets the quads. And uh, by shifting the weight more onto the toes, and, and um, it's, it's like doing them on your toes, except you get the stability that uh, is provided with your heel actually on the slant board. And um, you'll want to use the, the, the bigger slant board that they just came out with that have, uh, they're less likely to move on you. The small ones are not only hard to like be precise with your foot placement, uh, but they're more likely to move on you because they don't take as much surface area on the floor and they don't have as much of a, a gripping action uh, because of that but you can also place them against the wall um, set up uh, dumbbells or weights that kind of uh, go on whatever side needed so they don't slide or move on you just get creative with it and again like you're not trying to uh, jump out of the building here we're just trying to get these feet into really unique positions and, and one thing I'll say to that by the way uh, on my recent trip and I'll talk about this more, but just quickly, I did a lot of hiking, um, hill work, stairs, variety of stuff at different spots all across uh, the L.A. area. And um, I really felt, I really, really, really felt 
the benefits of all the slamper work I've been doing, all these unique angles that you encounter on, on even trains and trails, different inclinations. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I felt, and beyond that, combine all the breath work, like I, I really, I, I, for the first time, like it was just true enjoyment. Whereas, you know, when you're really getting winded or you're, you're, you're feeling some, some, some stiffness or pain in joints that aren't used to being exposed to those types of angles and stuff like that, it's more like, it's more of a workout than it is recreation or just having fun outside. And uh, so I share that because like this stuff really does apply outside of the gym. But um, we did heel elevated and outside of foot elevated, it's basically like creating like almost like those skateboarding ramps uh, where you can kind of, you get that nice good lateral push off angle. And then there's some rotational action off of it, kind of like a drop step, if you will. And then this, uh, the double skater jump to shuffle, which is a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, the skater jump is just a staple exercise. So good for the hips. That lateral movement is really important for athleticism and agility. And uh, I, I think you'll really like uh, these. And then the core movements are just great. There's uh, some single arm plank transfers where, uh, you know, you, you, you do a one arm plank on your hand, you transfer it to your forearm, and then you do a one arm plank on your forearm and come back up so just progressing that movement I, I don't think many of you have ever done that before there's some bear jacking the bird dog uh, a really cool rolling side plank reach through it really stretches the upper back and uh smokes the obliques and then uh, there's a step up to reverse lunge uh, as a spoke as well and then we, you finish that workout with uh, remember the body angle uh, push-up drops that i talked about earlier you do the, you do this with climbers mountain climbers so 40 seconds, feet elevated, 40 seconds on the floor, 40 seconds, hand elevated, uh, back to back to back, two minutes set. That would be a, a workout in and of itself, but it's a great finisher. Uh, such a great body weight workout right there, and I think you'll enjoy it. X44, single dumbbell. This one, um, you know, I, I think I, I say so myself, a lot of creativity in this one. You know, advanced get up and shin box training, fixing imbalances between sides and bulletproofing the whole body. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite single dumbbell warmups is the back to belly get up. So you're on your back and your get up shape and you roll over to your belly, uh, to really stretch your thoracic spine or upper back and also the hips. Uh, it'll bulletproof your shoulders. It, it's such a good warm up, and you have, you have a three minute block there. You just kind of switch sides and have fun with that. And then you get into just a sequence uh, of another hub here where is we're doing, um, you're going to be doing a heels elevated squat and again if you don't have the slant boards you can you can do the the plate elevation or just do it feet on the floor not not as an optimal but you'll make it work and you're squatting and the way i've set this up is you do the you return to the squat six times total there's six hubs if you will but three of the hubs uh you'll do basically you'll, you'll start with the closer stance squat for the first hub, the next one you go medium stance, the next one you go sumo or wide stance, and you do that one more time through. So I'm giving you a variety in terms of your squat stance. You could also do the same squat variation the whole time. But again, I'm trying to, I know things can get repetitive for some people. Um, so I just try to add some variety that way. But, you know, each stance, um, you know, when you go closer stance, bigger range of motion demands, harder to get deeper, um, a more significant uh, quad stress, the wide stance will, will stress your adductors are growing more and becomes more uh, more challenging to the hip in general. Um, 
but you're doing all of it and just a great, great overall leg development. And again, don't push the load too much. Focus on form, range of motion, um, especially when using the slam boards because you're, you are exposing uh, the knees to more extreme joint angles. But the whole point of that is for resilience. We don't want to overwhelm that region. And then the accessories or the, the spokes uh, are just a variety of get-up variations um, where you're, you're kind of doing a get-up into uh, a standing ground-based movement. And uh, one thing to note, there's, there's short 12-second transitions here. So if you're unable to do the get-up, uh, into the movement and or upon uh, re- returning before uh, getting to back to the hub, you know, you can just start if you need to in the actual position without the get up or you can cut either the get up to the movement or the um, doing the movement and then returning to the floor back through the get up pathway. You know, it's up to you. Again, like I, I don't want people going crazy. Oh, I couldn't get to this in time. Um, that's okay. Just just do what you can and... Um, just, just consider like a continuous clock, you know, just keep moving, get it done. And uh, one is the, the hinge transfer where you're passing a dumbbell from hand to hand uh, at the bottom of the hip hinge position to really challenge your balance and stability and uh, great for working the backside as well. The press transfer, uh, you're going from uh, pressing one arm and passing it in a single leg balance position to the other arm and pressing that other arm and just going back and forth there. Uh, really wanted a heavy balance and stability component on the uh, accessory or spokes. And there's also the lunge transfer. You're passing a dumbbell between legs at the bottom of the lunge. And you can use a kettlebell, by the way, on that one. A little bit easier, um, you know, to, to, to do the lunge transfer there with a kettlebell than a dumbbell. But you, as I showed in the video, you can make it work with the dumbbell. And then uh, a beautiful finisher, which is the pulsing uh, bare row with a weight transfer. So uh, just smoking out the back and uh, core shoulders there in a nice two-minute block. So again, extended warm-up, uh, then some some good, uh, a really awesome wheel sequence with a single dumbbell involving the get-up and shin box positions, um, and then uh, a great two-minute finisher there. X45, another bodyweight workout. Bodyweight basics, mobility and metabolism. Let's boost those, and then let's build next-level stamina endurance. So um, we start with this warm-up here, uh, extended, again, three-minute block, adding the Shiko. I talked about this when I did the Sumo, sumo Wrestler podcast, but uh, the Sumo Squat is not just a wide stance, but uh, the Shiko is basically, it's a daily ritual for Sumo Wrestlers where they will, they squat down deep, Sumo style, and they pick up one leg as high as they can, squat back down come back up and pick up the other leg. And, and just it's an amazing uh, mobility and balance stability drill. Um, so we, we, we add that into the mix. Uh, you know, if you feel self-conscious about it, well, many of you are doing these workouts at home, so don't worry about that. But uh, I could see someone not wanting to actually look doing like sumo wrestling drills in the gym. I get it. But, um, you know, this is really a home workout program. Though you can't take all this stuff to the gym. I, I just don't imagine a lot of people being excited about doing uh, – Sumo Shiko work in a big commercial gym setting. But uh, great warm-up there. And then we have basically, the way I've set this workout up, the hub is uh, a lunge to pulsing squat flow. And there's uh, three variations you can mix between. And the spokes or accessories you bounce between are just a variety of down dog progressions. Uh, The downward dog is... 
you know, if I could pick like the two, what are the three most important mobility drills? I would say hangs and, and all its variations. Then I would say the downward dog, because again, what you're doing is you're stretching uh, the backside, activating the front side, you're building upper body strength, um, you're building, you're working your push up, and then, you know, general squat mobility. Those are like the big three, I think, uh, of daily mobility movements. But um, most people just, they just continue to do the same downward dog forever. You're doing some really uh, advanced down dogs at this point. Um, a single leg down dog to clamshell ladder, where you're kind of doing the five fire hydrant position for the hip rotators uh, in the stretch position. Uh, the multi-level down dog, where you're doing, uh, you do a down dog on the hands, plank transfer to the forearms, then do a down dog on the forearms uh, to really get in the thoracic spine area and test your core strength. And then uh, the holy grail of down dogs, which is the opposite arm leg down dog. And I show a lot of modifications and options, whether using the slant board or the self-assisted archer position for that. Um, for the hubs, though, uh, you're either going to be doing a forward, reverse, or lateral lunge into a, a pulsing squat in a close stance. So this one's just designed to really blast the quads. Um, so the hub is more lower body focused, and the spokes are more uh, upper body focused. So just a great flow. Uh, and the finisher is... Uh, Sumo squat speed walk for two minutes. So uh, nice progression there. We've been doing that slow for the previous months, but now you're trying to just like fire through almost like a lineman coming out of their stance. But this is a drill that they do a lot because, uh, you know, they, they get in their star positions and they're trying to explode out into their opponent uh, and push them back as quickly as possible, applying speed and power. So nice little change up there. Another just like incredible like hotel room workout if you're traveling or just a workout I would just save in the archives for, uh, you know, it's not easy. Like, you know, um, the thing is, you know, I saw someone say, uh, down dogs never energize me. They always tax me. Well, yeah, I mean, in this particular workout, they will. But if you take any one of these down dog drills out and just do it for like a minute or two, uh, just for mobility, it will energize you. Now, if you're putting into a full 20 minute workout like this with little, little to no rest between movements, um, yeah, you're going to get wiped out, but it is just 20 minutes. And it also just means that you need to maybe make the down dog more of a, a daily practice. You know, it's what, what the, the one way to look at all this stuff is, um, you know, you just, whatever you're struggling with, you gotta, you gotta take it out of that workout and you gotta make it, um, a daily practice, a daily mobility practice, or just, a you know, that, that's what we use the off days for, uh, for best results anyway three to go and then get off this fucking podcast all right x46 uh, double dumbbells master the dumbbell training basics heavier loading with double dumbbell drills and burn fat build muscle and boost metabolism only do we only do one double dumbbell workout a month because this is the one that will be hardest for you to recover from and um you know i, I like to keep things especially for longevity uh not as dead weight focused you know um, but anyway, you're still doing it and, uh, it'll definitely challenge you in a real way. So we've got, uh, remember the glute ham walk-up we talked about, you, you use both dumbbells doing that, that flow, nice, good three minute extended warm up here. Uh, but you do a fly one time through, then a press the next time through, then a pull over the next. So really warming up the chest and the lats, uh, while activating the glutes and the hamstrings, stretching the hip flexors, great way to start your workout in this wheel workout. 
uh, you're doing, the hub is going to be, so last month we did this incredible dumbbell complex or flow, uh, the row to high pull, to clean, to split jerk, to seesaw lunge. So what I have you doing is uh, the first four hubs of this, you basically, uh, you start with hub one, just the row to high pull only. You do that for the full minute block. Then you go row to high pull to clean. So it's a, it's a movement ladder where every time you come back to the hub, we're adding another component to it. You go from row to high pull to clean, to row to high pull to clean the split jerk, to row to high pull to clean the split jerk, to seesaw lunge. And then hubs five and six, you are doing an ascending ladder. So within the actual set itself, that minute block, you do what I just talked about, but instead of meaning from set to set, you do within the actual set. So you'll do first a row to high pull, then a row to high pull to clean, then a row to high pull to split jerk, then a row to high pull to seesaw lunge, and then you go back down the row to high pull again. So it's an ascending ladder. The final one is just the opposite, where you start with the full complex, then you descend. You just you take off the top each time coming through. So I, I equate it to kind of like the, the combo ladders we've done in our boxing. Um, so your brain is going to have to be very active in this workout. You're going to fuck up. You're going to mess up occasionally. And again, like I said, don't don't get overly frustrated with this stuff. You know, um, there, there, I, I understand the desire to like do everything perfect right away out of the gate. That's not how life works and that's not how fitness works. You know, and there's the right amount of challenge in here where, um, you know, you've got work to do. No one goes out and buys a video game wanting to beat it on day one. You know, it, it just, that's not how this stuff works. So you're going to be challenged in a real way. Uh, that's a full body fat burning flow in those hubs. And then uh, the accessories are just a, a mix of kind of ground-based exercises, very core focused, hollow body pump flies, pulsing bare rows, uh, kneeling hinges, kneeling squats, and then uh, a split kneeling hammer curl to press to ex- extension, so arms, shoulders, stretching the hip flexors. Two-minute finisher is the seesaw snatch. That is one of the hardest movements, um, and we, we have been doing seesaw cleans and presses in previous months, so this is like the final progression on your seesaw journey with dumbbells, and I, I show modifications in there as well, but again, another killer 20-minute workout. Uh, and again, you know, I, I've, the dumbbell workouts, people really seem to have enjoyed over the years. But this one's, this one's uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it's workout of the year, but uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to test you in a real way. I think you'll enjoy it. X47, body weight in band. Uh, master the boxing basics, improve reaction speed, dexterity, rhythm and coordination, and low impact, fast twitch fiber, and cardio training. So you've got six different three-minute rounds here, 30-second rest between rounds. And we start with some shin box work, this time extending the range of motion on both legs, getting more hip flexion uh, uh, while being in that ro- rotated position. So good for, again, we uh, it's like a broken record at this point, but, you know, very important for... Uh, alleviating hip and lower back pain and then just getting more rotation out of your hips for overall strength, power, performance. Then we do some more uh, kicking mobility. You know, um, I mentioned this, I think on a previous, I don't know when I did, but, you know, we've been doing boxing now for a couple of years as I've been trying to teach it and, and that type of thing. I think at some point you might add some kicking into it. 
regardless if we do or not, uh, I do want you to have the ability to do kicking mobility because, uh, you know, the one thing I found, and you've done this when we did some like hurdle drills before, just if you pick up your legs and either A, they're stiff or B, you're hearing like clicks or cracks, um, that's the sign of obviously, you know, some not so good stiffness and tightness, but it's also the sign of early stage arthritis. And, um, that's not good. You don't want to get a hip replaced. I don't care how much advancements they've made in joint replacement. Uh, you know, it's not a good thing. <laughs> and so, uh, the sequences we're going through on here, um, it's going to obviously strengthen your, your abductors and hip flexors, uh, stretch your groin or adductors, but, um, it's going to really go a long way to the, your, your, the health of your hip joints. So this is one that I definitely recommend to take into off days. And um, you know, don't be surprised if, it, if it's a total shit show in the beginning. And it really makes you appreciate, like, when you see uh, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme in his uh, Hey Day, Hey Day, uh, doing those incredible like, high kicks and just holding them for time without assistance. Uh, you know, that, that, that's true fitness, right? I mean, because what does that combine? That combines the strength to get your muscles in that position, also the range of motion and mobility, and then the balance and stability to do it without having to hold with your hands. I mean, it's really next level shit. Great part of the warm-up there. Then uh, rounds three and four, uh, linear and lateral, uh, respectively, some one-one-two footwork, uh, doing that j- double jab to cross combination. Um you know, for time, just working that drill, but with movement, syncing it up with your footwork. And then rounds five and six, uh, this is, I think this will be, it, it, it's going to, again, it always looks much easier on paper, but you'll do one round orthodox, another round uh, southpaw. So both stances, uh, rounds five and six, but 30-30 style, where 30 seconds you'll be doing either band planks, push-ups, or climbers. Uh, and then 30 seconds you'll be doing uh band punching reaction drills in that particular stance so there's there's some contrast training there uh competitive fatigue and um you'll also be be having to react in real time to my call outs in the follow along workout uh with 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 that particular combination which you already know we we, i don't want to make this too complicated for you so we're using that same one two three h three b three h combination uh, but you'll be doing uh, a combo ladder, but also be mixing it up out of order to really test your brain. Uh, the brain training, you know, uh, is a big part of anti-aging. And uh, I, I also think it's fun. It's like a video game style workout. So, uh, in conclusion, the final workout is a med ball workout only. And uh, master the med ball training basics. Use joint-friendly exercises for longevity and build stamina and endurance. Uh, we're progressing that reverse hyper, which I talked at length about last month. And uh, now you're holding the top position and alternating your legs from the top to really test your glutes um, from a stamina endurance standpoint, rest pausing as needed. And again, like I said last month, really pay attention between uh, hip flexor and glute activation between sides. Hip flexor tightness and glute activation between sides and clean it up. And again, you can always regress to the alternating from bottom version and then work back up. Um, you know, etc. So, um, sorry, I'm fading fast. <laughs> We're almost done here. But um, this wheel format, you'll be doing a slam variation for the hub, 
And then uh, the spokes are just uh, a good variety here of movements, uh, a little more lower body focus. So the hub, the slam is full body, but it tends to be a little more upper body core focused. So I made the accessories or the spokes on this a little more leg, uh, lower body dominant. But um, you're gonna, you can do one slam the whole time through or any of the six slam variations uh, shown, uh, including the, the three-way sit-up slam, the three-way kneeling slam, the rainbow slam, the skater jump slam, the side-to-side -side slam, and the uh, slam ball slam to sumo deadlift jump. So some really good just like slam variations. As always, if you can't slam it, you can just faux slam it and not let the ball go. Uh, but, you know, one of our awesome power movements, um, full body, and uh, great for stress relief. The accessories. Uh, there's an egg beater using the medicine ball. And uh, kind of took that from swimming or pool work. But you put your your uh, foot on a ball and you're just making uh, circles with the foot to really strengthen your hip rotation uh, going both ways. Uh, then we do, uh, oh, I, I love this sequence of, you know, basically front uh, foot elevated split squats, but uh, elevating your front and then your rear foot on a medicine ball instead. And what's so great about that with the Dynamax balls in particular, right? So the padded nature of it means your foot can kind of sink into it, but that ball can move forward to back and go side to side. It can go diagonal. It can rotate on you. So it really exposes uh, your lower body joints to uh, triplanar stability demands that'll slow you down, get some good time of your tension, but make it so that body weight feels like heavyweight. And the finisher is uh, tricep extensions uh, off uh, from a kneeling position, but with your hands on a medicine ball. Um, so, you know, grow those arms, get a good stretch going, good for the abs as well. Again, another 20-minute med ball workout um, that I think you'll really enjoy. So another great month of training. You know, there are, after this, uh, as I look through, I've only got 18 more workouts to design for the end of the year here. Uh, and then uh, we have our big end-of-year review, and then we'll, we'll transition to whatever 2024 looks like. But um, we're coming to the home stretch here, man. So uh, buckle up, do the best you can, you know, and uh, have some fun with it, man. Don't, don't, don't uh, again, don't get too frustrated. It's just, it's just training. You know, it's it's not supposed to be easy, but it's also not, um, it's not it's not beyond your reach if you've been consistent with the workouts. So uh, just do the best you can, and uh, have fun with it. And let's let's uh, kick off. You know, the final what is this? Well, this isn't the final quarter yet, but we're coming through. You know, this this is back to school. Uh, by this point, you know we only have the diehards left. So if you're if you're one of those people. Uh, much love and appreciation for sticking through. And uh, this is the time to really enjoy the, the fruits of your liver. All the hard work is exposing you to stuff that like 99.9% .9 of the population can not only do, they couldn't even really like attempt. So uh, that's the perspective you need to have with this when it gets uh, one of the more challenging work or challenging days for you. Just remember, uh, it's a gift to be able to even take on the challenge. All right. Uh, subscribe to the show, five-star rating review, blah, 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 blah. Peace.